best stuff. Curious, I'm so curious. Why does it make my mom and stepdad so furious? Like the time that I wondered how the landline worked, so I took apart the phone and rearranged the numbers. It wasn't anything a little math couldn't fix. Just add four to the number you want to dial, then multiply by six. Curious. I'm so curious. Why does it make my mom and stepdad so furious? Or the summer that I grew a garden only... Welcome to episode 221 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of Certified and Bonafide, good stuff for kids and families. On today's show, it's Ants on a Log, and we talk about Curious, their brand new record. It's actually a, sort of like a... Like a like a musical. There's there's a lot going on here. It's called Curious Think Outside the Pipeline, and it's all about the climate and what's happening in our world with climate change. And it's uh, pretty good timing, I would say, based on the fact that there was just a huge climate crisis walkout um, throughout the nation uh, just last week. And I should also say that here I am in Houston. We just went through Tropical Storm Imelda, where many parts of the city that I live in were flooded even worse than during Hurricane Harvey. So, you know, this is not a political show, but I will say that climate change is real, and it's a problem, and we need to be doing things about it. And Ants on a Log talked to me about well, a lot of different things. I mean, th- this is a cool one. I think we talk a little bit about music therapy. We talk about the music that they make. We talk about how they got together to to make the music that they make. In general, just awesome. And this was a blast and so fun to talk to them. And that song you just heard is called Curious. And you can hear the whole song. And there's some narration in there, too, because it is a musical, right? There's some talking that happens. It's like a It's like a thing. And it's great. And you should check it out, and it's at the end of the show. In the meantime, you can email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com. If you have any questions, comments, things you want to talk to me about, I'd love to talk to you about them. You should also check me out on social media, the at symbol goodstuffpod. That's it. That's where you find me. That's how you do it. That's how I reach out to people. That's how I post things. That's what that's what we do. We're posters. It's weird to say that we're posters. We're not posters. We are those that post. All right, you all really, you don't need that. You don't need that in your life. You don't need to hear me figure out how to say that I post things on social media. That is not what you're here for. But you are here to hear from Ants on a Log, and you should do that, and you should do that right now. Get it started, oh yeah. It is the best. You know, I always say that it's the best when I welcome guests, but truly today it's the best to welcome my new friends from Ants on a Log, Julie and Anya. How are you both today? Hey. Hi. It's a pleasure. So I think that what I love talking to, to, to teams, right? I love talking to two people who are, who are working together to make uh, amazing music happen. Um, and I think that because this is an audio podcast, it's probably important that we do like a, just each of you introduce yourself for vocal distinguishing purposes. Sure, sure. Well, I'm Anya, and this is what my voice sounds like. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I am Julie. <laughs> and I also, um, I love being a part of a team, so it's cool that you, yeah, cool to acknowledge that. 
Absolutely. So I, I can tell um, that you guys are, are into uh, doing, doing music stuff for, for kids and families and you have sort of an educational, uh, educational bent because when I asked you to do that, you said, I'm Anya and this is what my voice sounds like. You made it very real and very relatable. So all, all good. So Anya I, is an awesome teacher. She's a science teacher. Oh, awesome. That's, well, that sort of makes sense. If, that's what you do in your, in your, in your spare time. <laughs> um, yeah, my spare time. <laughs> so, so I love hearing how, how folks got to where they are. So especially um, musicians and people who are doing really good uh, work for kids and families. Uh, that's why I do this podcast. And I would love to hear a little bit about your, your backgrounds and how you sort of got to this point, you know, musically, uh, wh- whatever you think is, is important you want to share with, with us to really get to know Ants on a Log. Sure. Well, this is Anya talking. I'll go first. Um, I always had songs that would get stuck in my head. Sometimes that I would make up and sometimes that I didn't make up. Um, and I started writing probably from a, a pretty young age, but I started realizing that like what I was doing was writing songs. <laughs> um, and um, I had sort of a unique style that didn't quite fit into like a typical, um, typical kind of show. So I didn't really know like how to, how to fit in didn't quite fit with like the bar scene um didn't quite fit with certain certain venues um and then I met Julie about what five or six years ago Mm. and we met through a mutual friend Um, ironically at a bar (laughs) yeah at a bar actually actually at a drag show Mm -hmm. birthday party for our mutual friend and um I think we got together we just said oh we should jam we we both like music we should jam one day. Yeah, we just started jamming, and we realized that we both have these sort of, like, non-traditional, ridiculous songs. Um, and Anya said, Julie, we should start a band. And I said, oh, no, I'm not starting another, like, another band that plays shows in bars oh, where happened? two people come. Um, <laughs> oh, and, no, you, you know, like I, I'm, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an early to, to bed person. Yeah, going that early like if you're a musician totally changes your entire <laughs> that's a big deal to us so Anya said no no let's start a kids band and then I was yeah. like oh that's, that's, that's a pretty good idea and then, yeah and then we realized that actually um doing music for kids you can you can make a better living at that in a lot of ways than you can doing it for adults hmm. interesting cool um yeah. all right so so Julie how about you yeah well um I also always been writing songwriting and um i i I guess i had just been in a lot of different bands i was in a um several folk rock bands for a long time and i think just meeting anya are um our sort of spheres of knowledge combined in this cool way um where we have a lot of overlap in sort of folk knowledge but then um I have like a '90s grunge bent, and I feel like you have more of like a you know you know more some like bluegrass sometimes or like older folk. Um, so it was just really fun to play together, and then yeah, this started becoming more fun than my my other adult bands. <laughs> uh. um, 
and started 12 hours earlier. So, uh, so it just became a kind of a fun thing that we started to do. And then people really, um, really enjoyed it. So it was, it was surprising and, and it's, it's just grown. It also fits naturally with what we each do in our day jobs. Um, I'm a science teacher, an elementary science teacher, and Julie is a music therapist. So, um, yeah, I think we're both always looking for ways to like deliver information or, or experience emotions. Yeah. In, in music or in, in ways that are deliverable. Yeah. Or accessible. So that's, that's really so, uh, such an interesting way to come to it, right? To come at the, the songwriting process or using, and like specifically like using these skills that you have and how they inform the music. So I, I'm, I've been sort of, uh, interested in music therapy for for a long time um and i'm like you know a little less interested in science just because i put in my time in school and and i wish i had a teacher <laughs> i wish i had a teacher like you anya who could have made it maybe a little bit more uh i don't know what's the word fun. you haven't been to my class yeah i was just gonna like that's the problem right but um how how do these how does your jobs like how does your work your areas of expertise how does that inform the like the music is that that's a really vague question probably a really hard question well, but um, i i have one answer for that and it comes with a song mm -hmm. that we can sing for you right now if you want yeah definitely <laughs> so here, one example is that um when i first started teaching at this uh my current school they gave me pre-k lunch duty um and I, I wasn't really used to that, uh, working with kids that young. And uh, one day I was sitting there and a lot of the kids just like don't eat. Right. <laughs> so I don't have kids of my own. So these things are like, oh, okay. I see you have to like encourage kids to eat. So um, I just made up this song like right then and there. Um, and it goes like this. I can eat the biggest bite of food. This is the biggest bite of food that I can eat. And your face is neat. I can eat the biggest bite of food. Now watch as I complete this awesome piece. Oh. I can chew the biggest bite of food. This is the biggest bite of food that I can chew. Whoa. I can chew the biggest bite of food. I can chew more food than you or you or you or you. Not me. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, you get the idea. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's amazing. Thank you. We just performed this this morning at the library, actually, in Philly, and um, we had the whole audience clapping and stomping along with us. It was really a beautiful percussion moment. Yeah, that is. And a... educational on how to eat when you're at lunch. And how to eat when you're at lunch. <laughs> and you, like, sort of nailed that uh, one of the um, the bigger problems that parents face is, like, our kid is not eating, and I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, so... I so often see parents telling the kids what not to do, like, don't, don't be over there. Don't... And I was like, I always just think in my head, if you just sang a song about what you wanted them to do, you would have a hundred thousand times better parenting, like happier parenting. Yeah, I mean, that that is your book. I think that I yes. was, you know, like you write <laughs> Julie, that book, people will eat that up. Yeah, Julie, um, Julie has been experimenting with this thing where like they'll only sing directions to audiences because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. if you talk them, they don't listen. Um, and I actually tried that in my classroom the other day with my first graders, and um, and it was great. Like they, I think I did a repeat. Sometimes I do a repeat after me. Yeah. It'll be like repeat after me, repeat after me. I am walking to the table. I am walking to the table with my pencil. With my pencil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like, 
yeah. there's our book. Yeah, in our next life. Yeah. That that's oh wait, why wait till the next life? I think that's really um there's there's a lot to that. There's a lot to that because music speaks louder than, you know, talking, right? I think we know that as music lovers or musicians ourselves, like a lot of times we just get things better or or things feel better or whatever it is when it's done in a in a musical way. Um so yeah. we're not going to go like totally off the rails with me at just asking questions about the things that I'm interested in. We are going to get to the music, yeah. but um, I, I happen to have a first grade science lover um, at yeah. home and uh, she, she and I spend a lot of time um, watching videos about and then making slime. And do you think, Anya, the science wizard of my life that like this slime thing and the things that go along with it. Is that like real good age appropriate science for someone who's well, seven years old? This is the best question we've ever had. <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of stuff that is labeled science, uh-huh. but okay. Now you're getting into my like science teacher brain, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff that is labeled science that is like, um, like could also be not science if you don't approach it from a science way. So like an activity like that, I think the science part of it is you're mixing something together. Like repeatability is big in science. So uh-huh. like, can you make a recipe that you can then make that you like, and then you can make again. Mm. So like getting kids to write that down and then, if you can't make it again, then it's like not really scientific. Could you make it booger, fla- not flavored, booger uh, colored, <laughs> textured, and then again make it the same type of booger texture? Uh, like, but the, yeah. the other thing in that kind of activity is like um, cause and effect mm-hmm. for the first grade age. Um, stuff that seems really obvious to us as adults is not obvious to the kids. So, like, um, the idea that, so we make glue with uh-huh. my second graders and we make glue and we we do a whole lot about like if your ingredients are too dry or too cakey what can you add to make it less like that mm-hmm. and that's like a lesson oh i can add more water you know that's like a big realization for them <laughs> which leads to very good brownie makers later in life yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, um well yeah i mean i think that like seeing the reaction right like that's a, a big part of it um you know, like if you, and I think it's the replicability piece. Like if you are doing something and you see this reaction, can you, can that like a, can you make that happen again? Or B, right. if it didn't happen again, what was different? And then sort of backtracking yeah. and figuring that out. So, um, okay. So the, the long story <laughs> short is that slime is good and slime is science. Um, cool. So, so <laughs> yeah, if, if you, you ask the kids the right question if you ask Slime the right is good, have teachable moments yeah <laughs> perfect but like anything anything is good <laughs> i think that's I, your, that's your second book slime is good it's teachable moments yeah in italics everything is good man we have we've got a lot going on here it's really good will you be our agent i'm done <laughs> done um so so julie how does the the music therapy piece figure into Ants on a Log music? Ah, good question. Um, well, before I became a music therapist, I was always doing things that were sort of like 
hey, there's a big room of people and I'm going to kind of like channel their energy through some type of music or some type of um, sort of like communal experience that is um, that is like a, like an energy builder. Um, and then the other thing is I was always doing things that were activisty, and I felt like if I was just doing music, I missed activism. And if I was just doing activism, I missed the music. And um, so I think all of those things somehow coalesced in my realizing that I wanted to um, help people be able to get in touch with their authentic selves, be able to actually share what's in their mind, explore what's in their mind, their mind and their body connection. And that led me to doing music therapy. Um, but those two first parts of like activism and sort of like group experience, well, first of all, led me to be a, a group music therapist. Mm. I do a lot of group therapy. And second, um, just to, it just, uh, it just led to projects like, like our album where, where it's like, here's a way that I can deliver information, um, and explore emotions and problem solving, um, in a way that's not didactic, that's sort of humanistic, um, and yeah, and uses music and I would say and humor too mm-hmm. as, as its, uh, strengths. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I think those are all like it was just like all in one one big mush, and somehow I I those those became you know how like as an adult you have to find your the jobs that come out of your mush. <laughs> yes, I do. So the jobs that yeah. came out of my yeah the jobs that came out of the that that mush of life um, when I was sort of in a more exploratory younger phase were oh I'd like to be a music therapist and I'd like to be a musician and I'd like to mu- use my music for good. Great, uh, I I think that's. Incredible. Um, so let's talk about Ants on a Log. Um, Ants on a Log, we, we, we sort of, we've gotten the backstory. We know how you all came together. Um, if I am not mistaken, there is a brand new record out called Curious, Think Outside the Pipeline. Yeah. But that's not your only record. There's another one called You Could Draw the Album Art. Is there any other than that that I should be aware of or that we should be aware of as listeners? Those are the two albums that we've produced. Um, we have a whole bunch of songs that are like waiting for the next album. Oh. Um, but we also have some videos on our website. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we're gonna get, we're gonna get to the videos in, in just a second. But, <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, but let's let's get into this um, this latest release. Uh, it's called Curious. Think outside the pipeline, and it's um, uh, you know, I, I want you to say it, but I'll, I'm gonna set you up by saying like this is not just a collection of songs that you you wrote about various topics but there's a focus here what's the focus of this yeah so the focus um is it's about two siblings that are fighting for renewable energy in their town and they are actually it it takes place in philadelphia in theory um true story from philadelphia based on a true story from philadelphia but it's happening everywhere um where fossil fuels are polluting and causing problems um, both to the environment and health problems. And these two siblings, Cleo and Taylor, um, realize that Taylor is sick. They have asthma. And um, Cleo, their older sister, um, is kind of guiding them on this journey of trying to figure out why and whether there's a cause and whether it can be stopped. Um, And so they organize their community and um, fight for a renewable energy mm-hmm. and this is you know this is a musical right like this is not just a record is there any yeah like when mm-hmm. you're performing this when you're when you're playing this music and you just mentioned you were at a library show earlier today 
what is the, how does, I don't know how to ask this question better than to say like, how does it work? <laughs> yeah, well, it started as a musical with a 12 person cast. It was a huge endeavor. Um, that was amazing. And then we changed it to be both performed as a two person performance, a musical, which is um, the two of us playing all the characters and into a soundtrack. So the soundtrack works as own little package like you can listen to the album and the narrator is there for you the songs are there to guide you through you don't have to have seen it um and then if you're watching the actual musical if you're watching the two of us perform it um it changes a little bit there is no narrator we lead you through all the characters and it's it's sorry through all the plot and we are all the characters but um, I should also say that we have two different shows that we do. So we do Curious as a musical, but then we also have like what we call our regular show. We should have a different name for it, but like our awesome concerts. That's what they're called. Yeah, our, our awesome <laughs> concerts, where which is just a, a, a smorgasbord. I can never say that word. Smorgasbord. You I think got it's, it. it's um, pretty, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> of um, all the songs that we've put together, like just randomly. I mean, not randomly, but like. They're not they're not in the in story form. So we have a musical, and then we have like our regular show of a variety of different songs. And every now and then, in our regular show, a character from Curious will come and perform a song, and we we welcome that guest to to the stage. Which spoiler alert, it's probably just Anya. <laughs> Sometimes it's me holding a mustache on a stick. Oh, that's happened. Okay. Yeah. Did you think that was actually Uncle Steve? <laughs> it was just me. This is so, it's like profoundly moving that, that you don't even know, right? You don't even know. And you're the ones who are, who are doing the show. So, <laughs> that's right. We, we just are so well in character. <laughs> we are so into it. Um, so, uh, I, the, I mean, there, so, okay. So let's take a, let's take one of the songs and, and it happens to have a video and the video happens to have sock puppets, which is automatically like a plus on my scale. Um, but tell us a little <laughs> bit about you. the song Air and Space. Okay, so um, the inspiration for that just comes from being a woman <laughs> in life mm -hmm. um, and just realizing how how often I was interrupted or just cut off or um, more often than that even is... Um, someone, usually a man, but not always, um, would try to explain some things to me uh, that I didn't ask for, didn't need, and didn't want. And um, I found myself being very polite and uh, trying to smile and then realizing that I actually just value my time and I need to have a way to be like, thank you, that's enough. Uh, reclaiming my time kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Um, so we invented this character to sort of uh, embody this Uncle Steve's character to embody um, the worst of what these conversations can sound like. And uh, it, a lot of people can relate. Both men and women can relate to the topic in this song. And Uncle Steve, um, so this is a song from Curious. Um, and Uncle Steve goes through a, a wonderful change in our play. <laughs> Um, but it also stands alone. The music video that we just released, um, you'll see you don't need to see the musical to understand that music video. Mm. 
And also, it's about peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> yeah. But in the in the musical, it's not about peanut butter and jelly. It's it's about the oil refinery, as, as Anya was talking about the plot of the musical. Hmm. Awesome. Uh, I love layers. I really love layers. And I love that y- you're sort of, not sort of, you're attacking this issue that is pretty... Uh, it's pretty hot topic, you know, the, uh, and I think there's like a word for it and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think it's, it's mansplaining, right? Like there's, you got this, it. there's this whole, and, and I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I relate to this on a level of like, oftentimes, like I don't need a, a full dissertation about why something <laughs> is a certain way, right? Like yeah. I believe you, I believe that you're knowledgeable. So I can only imagine, um, how as as I can only imagine how I feel as a man when this happens to me for when this happens to 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 a woman like to the point where like you don't know how to respond it's got to be such Mm -hmm. a frustrating thing and I'm so glad that you were able to to give kids right because that's what this is about like give kids a uh give them a way to understand that this doesn't have to be this way and give right. them a way to handle it for lack of a better word. Yeah. Right? So Anya sent this to a bunch of teacher friends and some teachers wrote back and said, Oh, I'm going to use this in our communications lessons. I'm going to use this in our, um, you know, this, the sessions where we're talking about um, sort of like fairness and kindness and compassion and whatever they were studying. And um it was just a, a beautiful like interpretation of how this could be, yeah, how, how this could be understood by so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So, you know, again, like layers, layers on layers on layers. Layers, layers. Um, okay. So <laughs> I, I just want to hear about two other ones. Um, the inverse okay. relationship, right? What What is happening <laughs> in this inverse relationship between how right a person thinks they are and how right they actually are? Is that is that what we're going for here? Yeah, I'm that's so, it blows my mind tell me, <laughs> is that from memory more. that was good uh-huh yes um, well so actually after we named that song that um that was a hard naming process <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um uh i think i found out that that is actually a thing and it's i forget what okay. the name of it is but it's it's you can graph it and they've done studies on it about like how well people thought they did on a test versus how well they actually did and it's like pretty measurable i didn't i didn't find that out until after the album came out but um somebody was talking to us about it and she pointed me to a study of that Um, it's like one of those like principles that has been named by probably the old white man who discovered it and named it after himself maybe i'm not sure don't put me on that i don't know but uh, I, I I think a lot of this stuff that I'm writing now, I'm, I'm in my mid-30s, mm-hmm. um, and I think there are some, looking around myself, there are some realizations that I'm like, wait a minute, you're the one who's talking the most and you know the least. <laughs> like, I, there, there's some realizations that as a young person in my 20s, I was like giving everyone the benefit of the doubt, and now I'm a little bit like, oh, wow, you don't stop it, yeah. you know? yeah. As you get older, the tolerance for that stuff starts to fade, doesn't it? It starts to fade. And so I I would like young people, especially young women, to get these lessons sooner than I did. Awesome. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we need it. Our next song needs to be about imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll I'll help you with that. Um, So the... uh, 
the last one that I want to hear about. I mean, there's so much great stuff happening here, and and the the idea that there is the narrator like this. Is this an important person just in life in general? Like, who is the narrator? Yes, this oh. is Anya's dad. Oh, nailed it. Okay, isn't um, he great? Yes, he's totally great. Um, so tell me about the and I'm I'm put my own meaning to this, and you know I. Yeah, so I just want to hear from you, basically. The the man in charge is useless, which is, uh, I you know, just you take it away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, this song, um, this song just wrote itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I didn't really have to cite too many specific things. I just sort of thought about what the situation was in the play we were writing about, in the, in the plot we were writing about, um, these two kids go to the senator and say, we need to change something. And the senator is caught up in whatever politicians are caught up in. That is the bureaucracy of our, you know, country, our world. Um, and instead of sort of, uh, instead of making it like a depressing, like, oh, the government isn't working for us. Um, I think we decided to take a more silly plant on it so we make this <laughs> character the senator very obsessed with like planning this taco party mm-hmm. planning you know there's a meeting where lots of food has to be there so what kind of salsa are we going to have he's involved in the wrong details right <laughs> and so he's not listening to the kids and um i just that's just kind of how i i think in my jaded my jaded view of politics i hope that it's getting better in some pockets and i'm still fighting and i'm still voting and everybody should mm-hmm. but uh i often picture politicians sitting around trying to figure out you know what what cheese is going to be at their meetings i actually also picture kids uh that song giving a resource for kids to uh i, I don't know if this is this is unhelpful for parents but for kids to be like hey you know point out something that um you know, parents are the people in charge, and sometimes kids have a problem with that. So um, in some ways, it's a way for kids to be like, actually, you don't understand. Right. Well, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so... Maybe to the chagrin of parents. I don't know. Oh, parents have much chagrin. But, you know, parents have parents, too, so they have to understand at some level. At some level, I guess, yeah. So so the um, the record is Curious, Think Outside the Pipeline, and it sounds like there's still more, you know, to come right you you were saying that there's you know the the material is there and maybe there's another record coming sometime in the oh near yeah all, all we want to do after this round of tours is uh sit down and write another album um so but what's the best way to uh to keep up with everything that's happening with ants on a log yes we are we're everywhere the ants are crawling all over the web uh-huh. we're on our website which is antsonalogmusic.com we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Our favorite thing, though, is if you come to a show and afterwards stick around and say hi to us. That's really our favorite. Nice. Cool. Um, okay, so before I let you go, and I know that this is, a, you know, we've talked a little bit about politics, and it's it's sort of gotten uh, to that level a little bit and, and political decisions and, you know, what where, what we believe in and what we stand for. So I have to, because you're both in Philadelphia, I'm going to I'm going to put you all on the spot a little bit and ask if you are Pats or Genos. Oh. <laughs> We're kind of vegetarian. Wow, uh-huh. I think that 
<laughs> we're meat right. minimalists. Yeah, okay. we're not big into meat. Okay. Great. But that is a great question for the ages, and I support the, the strong debate. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Um, but wait, I'm trying to think. Uh, how about soft pretzel or water ice? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Soft pretzel or water ice. I like this. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, which, for me, soft pretzel with mustard. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm, I love mustard, and I guess for me, water ice. Okay. Gelato or gelato? <laughs> uh, amazing. Well, Keep thank you. Thank you both so much for your time. This was informative on all the levels. And uh, thank you for talking with me today. And I hope the summer is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Anya. Thank you. Thank you to Julie. Thank you to Ants on a Log for coming on the show and for talking. Talking about all the good stuff, all the good things, all the important things, all the meaningful things, all the real things, all of the things that we need to do to make our world a better place. Here is their song, Curious. Check out their record, Curious. Think outside the pipeline. It's like a rock opera. Like, let's get real. It's a rock opera. Here's Curious. Thanks for listening. Talk to you really, really, really soon. Two teaspoons of baking soda and one teaspoon of citric acid versus one teaspoon of baking soda and two teaspoons of citric acid. Where'd that pencil get to? This is the story of two siblings, Cleo and Taylor, who like to ask questions and to figure out answers. Curious, I'm so curious. Why does it make my mom and stepdad so furious? Like the time that I wondered how the landline worked So I took apart the phone and rearranged the numbers It wasn't anything a little math couldn't fix Just add four to the number you want to dial Then multiply by six Curious, I'm so curious Why does it make my mom and stepdad so furious? Or the summer that I grew a garden only made of beans What could make them bigger? What would make them green? I took half and gave them compost And that half grew much bigger So then I repeated the experiment three times To see if I could get the same results And, well, please refer to this figure Curious, I'm so curious Why does it make my mom and stepdad so furious? Please why is my shoe sitting in the windowsill with, what are those, beans? Sorry, Mom. I forgot. May I please use your shoe for something? Some questions they would ask and then never get to the answer, and that would be okay. Other questions would naturally answer themselves simply by being asked. And still other questions would lead them to more questions, which would in turn lead to even more questions. Thanks to my mom for teaching me how to use your screwdriver. Thanks to my stepdad, you introduced me to my favorite TV show, MacGyver. Let's see, baking soda or citric acid? One is the limiting factor, but I have to measure how much gas is coming out. Where's my laptop? How to find the limiting Cleo. factor. Cleo! Oh, hey, Taylor. Cleo, do you, do you want to hear a riddle? Um, maybe later.
later? Hmm. Causes of a chronic cough. In September, my family moved to this new town. I think I like it here, but something feels different. Ever since we moved here, Taylor likes to cough now. Cleo! This is the third time I've asked you. Please go to the pharmacy. Why do I have to go again? To pick up Taylor's medicine. Okay, but why does Taylor need so much medicine all the time? I'm so curious. All right, come on, Taylor. Stuff.